Christ on today. Amen. We thank the Lord for you who have tuned into the Contender of the Faith broadcast. I'm your host, Robert Jones. I thank the Lord for you on this beautiful day, the day that the Lord has made. Amen. And we believe that the Lord is going to do something special for you. You be encouraged. Amen. You allow the Lord to have his way in your life. Don't let situations or circumstances move you from what God has called you to be and what God has called you to do. Let's have a prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father. We love you. We ask you, Lord, that you would do something special, Lord, that you would do the impossible and the unthinkable in the lives of your people, Lord. Touch each and every person, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to remove every hindrance from them in the name of Jesus we come against the spirit of sickness we come against the spirit of disease we come against time moments in the body we come against murder suicide we come against accidental death we come against everything that would go against your will in the name of Jesus Lord we ask you Lord that you will continue to do what it is you do which is be faithful oh Jesus you are a faithful God we thank you Lord for the faithfulness that you've bestowed out upon your nation upon your people Lord touch each and every person right now in the name of Jesus remove every hindrance in the name of every hindrance the Lord Jesus rebuke you in the name of Jesus touch the mind touch the mind touch from the top of the head to the soles of the foot we come against every extra we come against the extra in the name of Jesus the things that go beyond what they're supposed to go we come against false belief we come against every strategy of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Do what you know how to do, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, that you will continue, continually bless us and give us to be encouraged in your word, in your wisdom, and in your might, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We truly thank the Lord for you. Amen. We thank the Lord for you. You be encouraged. Amen. I just really feel in my spirit that, you know, it's right now in this season especially, there's a lot of discouragement going on. A lot of people are being discouraged for what they see and what they have heard. Amen. But I come to tell you to not to stop. Don't stop. Don't stop believing in God. Don't allow circumstances and situations to turn you away from God no matter who believe you keep believing amen you keep believing and also I want to before we go more further in the lesson I want to also invite those who desire to call in to hear us live on Sunday morning you can at 720-820-1583 and that's Sunday's 10:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We truly thank the Lord Jesus for you. But I just it feel in my I, I just know in my spirit that we have to be so careful, people of God, that we don't allow this spirit of unbelief to come in. Many times the Lord gave the Lord given me this. Um that many times we are ministering or many times the ministering that we get are many times the, the things that we hear they're from uh, people that have pushed this agenda out to believe that what you're going through this is what God is doing and we talked about this the last week on last week about you want to ensure that that's what he's got going on in your life 
But chances are you'll find out that that's not what he's got going on. That's what the enemy has got going on. We have this switcheroo, if you will, thing going on in the body of Christ where people are um, not believing God like they like they once was. Of course, they're going to always have the religious people that say everything's always good. We're talking about the realists, the people that deal with the real deal, the people that deal with everyday life. You start to see discouragement along the way. People that you looked up to, or th people that you saw and, and, and said to yourself, they are great people, or, and, and, and you thought so wonderfully about them, and then they wind up um, leaving God or something happened that really shook you. Amen. In these last and evil days, you're going to have to have your faith and your trust and your hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't stop believing God. No matter who stops, you don't stop. Amen. You don't stop. Amen. You keep believing God. You keep fighting the good fight. Things come your way. You fight. Things come your way. First of all, you you on alert. You on guard. You are a soldier. A soldier's always looking. A soldier's always prepared. A soldier's always ready. Amen. You don't stop believing God because someone else stopped believing God. You don't stop believing God because the person you looked up to, they stopped believing. Amen. That's not how it works. Jesus had disciples that were close to him. And he had one that was a traitor. Judas was a traitor. And he still kept moving on then he had another one called peter he told peter he told them he told all the disciples what his his goals were what he was going to do and what he had to do and peter said not so and he turned around and rebuked peter why did he do that because peter at the time didn't understand what jesus was talking about many times people won't get you they won't understand you you keep believing god if you believe god to be pure and holy you keep believing god to be pure and holy because he is you believe in God to be, uh, he, he can sanctify you and keep you saved? He does. He do. You keep believing. I don't care what anybody say. The Bible is right. Let every, let, let every man be a liar. But the Bible is right. You believe God is a healer and he's a healer to not some people and it's always his will to heal. And not sometime he's always a healer. You keep believing. That's what the Bible says. You got to stop. Don't let people come to change who God is in your life. Amen. I always say, I always say, whoever leaves God, you're going to need somebody to introduce them back when they decide to come back. You be the one that, that needs to, maybe you, maybe the Lord called you to be the introductory, the, the introductory to Christ one-on-one. -on -one. When all of these people with this revelation and his knowledge go to look elsewhere. You want to stay put. So they, need, they, they need a greeting team. You need somebody to be able to, you know, to, a, uh, to communicate something, communicate uh, this thing to to people maybe a hundred years down the line. You may not, you may not be here, but somebody else will be here. Somebody has to keep holding on to what is true and what is right, because there's definitely an antichrist spirit in the, in the land. There's definitely a spirit that tries that's in the land to try to remove people from um, what God has said. Amen. And, it's, and, 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 he, and we have to expand our minds because sometimes if in our little circle, we don't see it that, 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 that many times that means we, we need to expand. This world is, 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 is wicked. This world is wicked. There's a lot of things going on in this world that God has not ordained. He has not ordained it. But it goes on because he has given people power. He has given us power to, to overcome it. Power to defeat it. 
He don't have to do any more. Everything he did and he was going to do, he did on the cross. He gave us power. He gave us the power in earthly, earthly vessels to be able to do these things. Amen. Let's go into scripture. I thank the Lord for you on today. Amen. Mark, talking about believing God. Don't stop believing God. Mark 9 and 23. Jesus said unto them, If thou canst believe, all things see all things this is what a problem the all things some people don't believe and I keep saying people because we are influenced many times folks are influenced by other people people play a wonderful not to say a wonderful part but people play a big part in a lot of other in, in other folks belief system all things are possible to him or her or them uh, us <laughs> that believe all things are possible Wh what are those things whatever you desire whatever you desire all things are possible to them to him that believed that's what the scripture says is the scripture a lie did the scripture mess up some people say well you know the bible was created by man well if man had created the bible you know, next time somebody tell you the Bible was created by man, look at man life. Look at how look look how man lives his life. Man don't want to be told anything. Man want to do what he want. Man don't want instruction. Man, so everything that they that the people say, some people say that man created the Bible. If man had created the Bible, it wouldn't have rules in it. It wouldn't have regulations. It wouldn't have what you can't do. So man didn't create this. This was divine. This was divine. This was created by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost gave men. The Bible said it was as they was inspired by the Holy Ghost, they would begin to write. Amen. They as they began if they were as they were inspired. So you so you have to keep moving on. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose who you are. I don't care what happened. I don't care who loses it. You don't lose yours. Somebody got to hold on. Because times are drawing near. Times are drawing near, my friend. Times are drawing near. We don't have time to play. We don't have time to play. We do not have time to sit back and let somebody else tell us uh, what the Bible is not saying. If you read that scripture and that scripture said that the Lord said he was going to do thus and so, then you have to believe it. You have to believe it. Romans 10 and 17 goes on to explain something. Romans 10 and 17 says, So then by so then faith cometh by hearing. So you want to know why you may be struggling with hearing? That's kind of twofold because it says faith cometh by hearing. So if you want to know why you have trouble with faith, it's because you're not hearing. You want to know what sometimes why people have trouble hearing? Because of faith. It goes, it's kind of like a catch-22 you know like you know person say they need uh, um, they need some 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 um, they, they need some training they say well for you to get training you got to go to school and then you go to school you know you graduate but then it's, it kind of flips back and forward you need training you got to go to school you go to school you still need training but you need one or the other you, you know so in other words you need opportunity so in this scripture it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Hearing by the word of God. Hearing by the word of God. That's how faith comes. 
But first you have to hear. And then if you have trouble hearing, that's because many times the enemy will try to put the deaf and dumb spirit your way so you won't be able to get the faith to, to continue to hear. You may hear a little bit of something, but then it won't be as strong as it needs to be for you to uh, be solidified in your faith. So it says, so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you, so by you um, allowing yourself to hear, then your faith grows and it grows and grows. And then you become stronger in the things of God. Many times we become weak and many times we have issues with believing God is because we have not allowed ourselves to hear what God is saying. And this, this can become a problem in many uh, of our lives and actually does become a problem in many of our lives when you haven't uh, had the experience to have faith your faith is in the preacher your faith is in this person your faith is in that person instead of your faith being in God and when your faith is not in God then all the people you put to help you with your faith if they are not available and not, are not accessible then you will have a problem believing God see God desires you to believe in him Nothing wrong with the preacher. The preacher is, is, is a good tool that you can use to be able to go to God, you know, to get to know God. You can follow their life. They're living before God. And then eventually you're going to have to separate yourself, uh, not necessarily, necessarily from the preacher uh, per se, but just to get to know the Lord on your own. Many times the preacher is to uh, introduce people to Christ. But then you need to be able to go and start to form a relationship on your own with God. To be able to pray on your own. To be able to fast on your own. To be able to seek God's face on your own. Amen. Let's go. Let's keep going. James 2 and 19. Amen. We're talking about not, not, uh, not to forsake, your, not to forsake uh, believing God. Don't stop believing God. Amen. Don't stop believing God. This is very, very important, people of God. In these, in these times that we're living in, many, many, many people are leaving. Many people will continue to leave. Why? Because people don't want to wait. You know, they've been told by their grandparents and great people of uh, in the faith are just have been told by, you know, just been disappointed. A lot of people are disappointed. Not... Um, uh, because of God, but because of people who represented God have told them things. And instead of them going to seek out on their own, they kind of, to me, I call it lazy Christians. You know, a lazy Christian is one that's going to just hear the preacher and they're not going to read on their own. You know, some of it is our own fault. You need to read on your own. That preacher preaching, even what, we, what I'm talking here, go get it in scripture. I'm reading it. You go get it in scripture on your own and you learn it and you, and, 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 and you uh, read it for yourself. James 2 and 19, it says, Thou believest there is one God. So, you know, some people were like, you know what? I believe in God. You know, that's not my problem. I believe in God. It goes further. It says, Thou believest there is one God. We're in James 2 and 19. Thou doest well. What you do, you believe in God is a good thing. But the devils also believe in trouble. So your belief has to go past their belief. They believe too. They believe. But yours have to go unto action. Yours have to be action-based. Some of the issues you're going on in your life where you can't believe God for things is because somewhere down the line you didn't got messed up. You didn't follow the wrong crowd. You didn't allow the lack of studying, the lack of uh, 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 applying yourself. You haven't uh, applied yourself 
in the things of the Lord like you should have and now you really need to be able to um, move forward and you can't because now you've always depended on that preacher the Lord designed the Lord put the preachers the Bible say you know he goes on to the pastors the teachers the preachers the prophets and all of these people their works in the Bible their works and in inside of the, the ministry and but but when but when you are, are, are trying to find God and trying to get a relationship that have nothing to do with those titles you have to separate yourself from all of those titles and get to know the Lord for yourself. And you read on your own. Because many times we're living our life off of a sermon. That's, that's really what's the problem in many of our lives. We're living our lives off of a sermon. A wonderful sermon. A sermon that we heard and then we kind of live our life off it. God work in mysterious ways. I, I guarantee, I don't know who preached that. Where that come from, uh, 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 um, originally but somebody preached that years ago that God worked in mysterious ways and then we just carry it along we carry stuff along we, we culturally based we, that's how we do we carry stuff we talked about that before how we carry and we're not even uh, certain or sure how we do it but that's just the way we are because we you know follow what other people are saying get to know the Lord for yourself if you never knew the Lord as your personal Lord and say if you get to know him for yourself get to know him not necessarily salvation not just not not just salvation, but to get to know him in his word. Become intimate with his word. Read his word. See what his word is saying. What does his word say about your situation? Not the preacher. Not the teacher. Not the doctor. Not the lawyer. Not these people. What does the Lord Jesus Christ say about his word? What does his, what, what does he say about your situation in his word? See, that's what we have to get back to. Um, Acts 16 and 31 16 31 Acts it says and they said believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shall be saved in thy whole house and, that's, and that still goes on many times you have people that believe in because of your faith because what you believe God for he saved your whole house but you have to keep believing you have to keep believing. Believe the Lord more for this a job. Believe the Lord more for this a house, a car, a husband, a wife. Uh, uh, for, for more than a perfect help. Uh, start to expand your belief. You know. Stop being basic with God. You know, God on everything. God on everything. So, 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 so we don't want to just, you know, believe God for some things and not everything. You know, that, that, that's not what the scripture tells us. Don't stop believing in God. Don't ever, ever, ever stop believing in God. You keep believing. He's wonderful. He's a wonderful Savior. He's a, he's a wonderful God. I find no fault in Him. I find no issues with God. I've been serving the Lord over 20-something years, and I find no fault in Him. I can't find any. I can't find. You start to find fault in someone when you start to have doubts. That's one of the things. You have to deal with your doubts and stop looking at God through what people are telling you. I wear glasses sometimes. And if you look through my glasses, you may not see what I can see. And my seeing is designed for what I can see. But if you use my glasses, that don't necessarily mean you're seeing right. You have to you have to read the scripture 
on your own. The Bible said there's no private interpretation of the scripture. So when you read the Bible, you read the word of God on your own, ask the Lord to give you insight and wisdom. Nothing's wrong with having wisdom and insight. You see? Nothing's wrong with having wisdom and insight in the word of God. Because those are the things that strengthen you. Those are the things that keep you. Amen? That's what's going to keep you. That's what, that, that is what's going to keep you in these last days. That's what's going to keep us. Nothing but the word of God. Nothing but believing in God. See, we talk about living saved and sanctified and separated. There's some people that's living that. There's some people that's living that. That's not hard to, after so long of living for God, living saved and sanctified and separated. That's easy. That's not hard anymore. You know what becomes hard? When you start to go and do a little bit more. You know what becomes difficult? When you add a little bit more and you add a little bit more and you add a little bit more. And it's not difficult unto not being able to be done. It becomes difficult when you start looking at other people. Because see, it's like salvation. It's like, it's like being uh, separated, being holy. Being sanctified, being set apart. Okay. If you see nobody around you doing this thing, living safe, according to the Bible, not according to them, because you know they have some people have some salvation according to what they believe to be true. We're talking about what the Bible is saying. And you see them living safe. And you see you see people around you living safe. And you try it and you can't. Well, eventually you're going to come to one or two conclusions. Either they're faking or you need to do better. And after so long, you see more people. You say, you know what? Maybe I can live this thing. You see? But what happens in our society is we have got to the place where we look around. We see people living saved. We know they're living saved. We got testimony. They're living saved. They're sanctified. They're filled with the Holy Ghost. They are living this life. Then you got the new, another one is... Back in the day, people didn't have a lot of money. So now you look around, you see Christians, believers that sanctify, love, they, they save, they love God. Now they got money. They have money, have prosperity. The Bible talks about the prosperity. So now they, they, they live in right and they got some money. And then now, your next thing you know is okay to heal. Now you look around and you're looking around and you're looking around and you're looking around and then we can't really, a lot of people not walking in that. Why is that? Because we haven't, a lot of times, we haven't come to the fullness of that. That's still a fight. You don't see many people professing it. Many, many people say, well, you know, the Lord's putting this on me. See, that's the thing. This the thing, where we, this the thing where we miss when it comes to being broke. We say the Lord putting it on us. He's showing us something. When it comes to sickness, many people say the Lord putting it on us. We never say God putting it on self. You, we never hear nobody saying God is putting a uh, 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 sin on me, worldliness. Why is that? You know why? Because that's something we've learned how to do. We perfected that thing. We know how to live saved. We know how to live sanctified and set apart. Some people still struggling with the money piece. Why are hear you saying the preacher's still in the money? I hear people saying, well, you know, a lot of people don't have money. They should do better for the people because you know why people are still struggling with the money piece. The money piece and, and, and the healing piece and the, and, the, and the joy piece and a lot of other things people are struggling with. The salvation we got, we've been having that for a while. You go back in many of the churches, they've been doing that for hundreds of years. They have it down pat. They have it religious-based. They ain't cussing. They ain't lying. They ain't stealing. They ain't fornicating. They're not committing adultery. They're doing nothing according to what the Bible says to be sin that they know about 
it become unintentional for them because they're not doing anything that would that that would that would show a sin. But some of them broke. Haven't defeated that. But the Bible clearly says that we're supposed to have. We're supposed to be the head, not the tail. We're supposed to be be above only, never beneath. They never. We we, we so. So your belief system has to be ready. You should. You have to be ready to believe at a moment's notice. It should be always. It should be. It should be already in you. Let's go get some more scripture. Romans, ten and eleven. It says, "For the scripture said, whosoever believeth in him or on him shall not be ashamed. Whosoever believeth on him." Shall not be ashamed. Once you believe in God, there's no shame. Why would God make you shame? Why would God put shame on you? You see, God is putting this on you because He wants to show. Why would He put shame on you? Why would He do that? And the Scripture say He'll prepare a table in the presence of your enemy. Why is this? Because you know why? A lot of times it's cultured. We believe based on our culture. If our culture believes a certain thing, we tend to believe the way our culture believes. If your culture has been oppressed, you tend to look at God's scripture in an oppressive way. It's based on your culture. That's really what it's about. That's ultimately what it is. The way your culture is designed, that's how you see God. And that's what's messing a lot of people up because they because they share their culture. And then sometimes that culture cross poly is just like... I'm from Louisiana, so I'm from New Orleans, and so we have food down in, in New Orleans that nobody else may have a certain way. So we eat gumbo down in New Orleans, and somebody else, maybe from another part of town, maybe from California, uh, another state, they come and they eat gumbo, and they never had gumbo. They have something down in California that may taste like gumbo, but they come down in New Orleans, and they love our gumbo. So now we cross-culture, we cross-pollinate, if you will. We They're eating food that that's from Louisiana and they love it. Now every time they come here to to New Orleans, every time they visit New Orleans, uh, uh every time uh they go back or even when they go back home they try to you know, try to recreate their recipe because they want that that food was really it's culture based. So you don't think religion and the way we see God sometimes could be culture based. If you've been struggling all your life, if you saw God a certain if all your life you've been in an oppressive place. And then you get to know God. And you're going to see salvation as something you can do because you, most of the time you see, you know, that's something you can do because, you, you, you know, you, you read in the scripture and people saying they could do it. And, 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 and you find out that, you know, that this is something doable. When, but when it comes to the money, then you look around and you may not see a lot of people. Or then you look around, you see mama broke, daddy broke, everybody in your family broke. Nobody have much. So that's kind of, you know, if I have or not, that really don't matter because at least I'm saved. Or if I'm sick, it don't matter. At least, I'm, at least if I die, I go to heaven. See, we got to look at this big thing. You think you think you die in some type of sickness. You think a person dies sick and you think they... You, you, you think that's really the fullness of God? I'm not saying that people don't get sick. We're not saying that. But we know when, when that's... When, with that if that happens and a person gets sick unto death, we know that there's an enemy. I've done. I've been in too many deliverances to, to hear the devil have opened his mouth and have confessed this thing. Have you know the enemy, the the, the same demons we talk about in the book and Matthew when when Jesus was getting off the boat and they say, "What are your name?" They say, "Religion," because we are many. I've heard this out of my own out of my own ears. 
these things speak and admit to their to, to, to their uh, 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 sickness they put on people and pain and even poverty or either they stopping them from being saved and all kind of wickedness so unless we expand ourselves you know and get the fullness who, who, who God is it's like being married to a person you never get to really know them you married to your wife you never see her without makeup and I know there's some relationships like that but you never see her without makeup or you see your husband, you never see him a certain way. You never see him with with with, with his uh with, with 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 socks off. Never see his barefoot or something. Whatever. We have so many different beliefs we set up around us, and then we and then we get other people to believe. We get other people to believe with us, and then we get a following. That's really uh, that's really what with a lot of uh uh that's 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 really the issues that go on in the body of Christ now. You have a lot of followers. Followers of culture, and and Jesus wants us to follow His culture. He His culture is different. He wants us to see the way His culture see. See His culture is holy. His culture is sanctified across the board with everything: money, healing, uh, 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 happiness, joy. But see, we only could see it one way. Don't stop believing God because someone else has. John 14 and 1 it says let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me don't let your heart be troubled no matter what don't let your heart be troubled you got to come against the spirit of worry and stress worry and stress stressing about everything you see I'm having issues right now because of this and that. Uh, because of this what happened and that what happened. You don't put, you believe God according to his scripture. You believe God according to his scripture. Do you know when these police officers get these, these charges and people say they were wrong when they hit somebody, beat somebody, kill somebody? How do we know they're wrong? You know why we know they're wrong? Because we know it's against the law, and you know, and and and, and there's first of all, we know it's wrong because we feel it. You know, we we see it, we see the action that happens. But not only that, there's books, there's law books, there's things that say we, that you can't do this, you can't do that. So how, when things happen around us spiritually, we just believe it's God? Where is that in Scripture? That's my new. That's I want to be that. I want that to be my new hashtag. Where is that in Scripture? It's not about your theology. It's not about the way you see it. I see it. It's about what the scripture says. You see? It's about what the scripture says. It's about what the Bible is telling you. Not what these people are saying. Because if a preacher is happy. Or if a person ministering you is happy. If a person is ministering to you happy. You will feel the happiness. And you will believe what they're saying. If they're ministering to you upset. You're going to hear that also. So don't stop believing God. Never stop believing in God. Don't. Please don't. Because for us to survive, for you to survive, with all the things going on around you, God cannot keep changing. God cannot be changed. God, you can't, you can't have a, 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 
a powwow with God. Well, one minute you believe, the next minute you don't. One minute, one minute you, you know, one minute he, he's doing this. And, you know, you think about how the world see it. Think about the world. You saying, now you, now you left them. You left the ballroom. You left the sin. And you came on on this side. And then your friends didn't come because a lot of time they don't come because they want to see how long you're going to stay. Or they wanted to see, you know, they don't, you know, they may want to check out for to see, see how long you're going to come, stay. Or then sometimes they don't come because they wasn't interested in, in you know, never being uh, saved in the beginning. We pray that they will come eventually. But many times people don't come for many, for many reasons. But when you say that you come on in and you give this testimony, you're excited about the Lord saved you. He separated you. He did all these wonderful things for you. But then you're always up and down. You're always going through a different trial and tribulation because the Lord is showing something to you. Because he's trying to get something out of you. No, you don't have to do all this to get out of you. Just get delivered. Just get delivered. That's what deliverance is for. Stop putting all this stuff on God. He's trying to get something out of you. You know, we go to we go to churches. We bring, bring, knocking pews down and stuff. Because a lot of times that's stuff that's, that's in us that shouldn't be. I know that's not popular. I don't really care if it, if if it you know if it, it, how you see it, but it's the truth. It's a lot of knocking stuff over and all that stuff, and that's to be demons sometimes need to come out. You know, unless unless you unless your church your ministry have a deliverance, you're not really being effective. Unless you on unless you every time you gather with your people and you're not casting devils out. And you're not standing and looking at them things and casting them out. You're not being affected. You're not really helping them. It's hard to be saved if you still got a demon in you. It's hard to be healed if there's a demon in you. It's hard to be, it's hard to live prosperous if there's a demon inside of you. Everything ain't demon. I don't believe there's a demon behind every tree. I believe there's one behind every other though. Don't let the enemy fool you. Don't, don't, the, the, don't allow the Bible to be uh, non-effective to you. And the scripture tells us with all Jesus. The scripture Jeremiah 29 11. It tells about how Jesus. How God saw us before he formed us in the belly. How he had plans for us and he loved us. And with all he said. Then then, then an enemy say what he come to do. And and, and so so the Lord. The Lord able to say what he's going to do. And how he loved us. The enemy say what. The enemy talk about what he want to do and how he hate us but then every time something bad happens how is it that we miss the enemy and go to God and then we say stuff like well because God loved me he won't let nothing happen to me you keep saying that you keep saying because God loved me he won't have nothing happen to you he won't let nothing happen to you once you're using his resources and tools of course that's true that's true he gave you tools he gave you tools prayer he gave you tools the Bible he gave you tools casting it out he gave you tools being strong and firm in the things of the Lord. Dealing with it. Doing confessions. You got to deal with this. You can't fight this thing playing around with this thing. You can read the Bible all you want. Without you putting it in work, it's not going to work. Without you putting it to work, it's not going to happen. Amen? Amen. It's not going to happen. James 1 and 6. James 1 and 6, if fifth, actually 5th fifth verse, 5th and 6th verse, it says, If any man, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men, how? Freely, liberally. He give it to all men. He's not a respecter of persons. He don't say, I'm going to give you a little something. No, he give it to all men liberally. 
and a braided knot, and shall and it shall be given. Six verse says, but let him do what? Acts and fate. Acts and fate. Nothing wavering. But if you wave, you like a wave in the sea driven to and fro. You pretty much being tossed. The seventh verse says, For let not that don't let that man think he's gonna receive anything from God. The Lord saying, I, I, you, you, you want to know why the, we are not receiving all we should? Many times it could be right here. Because when we ask him, we are not we asking in faith and we double-minded. You have to ask the Lord to close your ears and close your eyes to this world. Close your eyes and ears to this world or what's going on around you. Start to believe God. Believe God for what He said He was going to do for you. Don't let don't let a sermon dictate your life. Many people's lives are sermons. Many times they heard a preacher preach a sermon and then their life become a sermon. You have to be careful of what's around you. You can be formed of what's, your body will start to form to what's around you. If you if you if you if you six feet and you always passing through a door. And you've been passing through this door for the last 10 years and the door is 5, 9. Eventually, you're going to start to have a hunch in your back. Your body has to conform to what's around you. So many times if you're wondering why issues go on in your life, it's because your body, my God, has conformed to what's around you. You can't get prosperity. You can't get ahead. You can't pay your bills because your body has conformed. You're dealing with sickness in your body because your body has conformed. You can't seem to live safe. You can't live. You can't seem to expand and do more. Your ministry hasn't grown because your body has conformed. Look what's around you. What's around you? Many times it's a, it's a challenge and a fight in the body of Christ on who's going to get ahead first. How many members this person got? How many people you got under you and all this stuff. Jesus never dealt with those things. We did. We did that. Because that, because to us that shows that we're moving ahead. But don't stop believing God. No matter what. Because we have some days coming ahead. Where you're going to have to just put to work what is inside of you. Every man's going to have to stand on his own. Every woman on her own. I love my wife with all my heart. But when I leave here. Or she leave here. Or however we leave here. We're going to have to stand on our own. You chose your children, you love them with all your heart. But they're going to have to stand on their own. But before we even talk about leaving here, what about living here and a prosperous life and a holy life and a life that where you healed and can do what you want to do without restraints of your body stopping you or things going around that shouldn't be? Lord Jesus, we thank you on this day. We thank you for this message, Lord. We thank you for the people that's listening. We ask you, Lord, to bless each and every person. To send deliverance. To send salvation. To send healing right now in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every demon, every stronghold. Every wicked witch spirit. Every demonic force. We come against you. Every, every spirit of retaliation. We come against you right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, we speak deliverance to you, man. We speak deliverance to you, man, right now. Woman, we speak deliverance to you, woman of oh God, man of God. We speak deliverance to you that you will be delivered. You will be set free 
from the top of your head to the sole of your foot, everything in you that's not a God will be will be cast out now in the name of Jesus. I speak new life into you. I speak new life into you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank the Lord for you and what he's doing in Jesus' name. We thank the Lord for you, callers. Tune in, whatever, however you came in. To the We thank the Lord for you. Listen to the Contender of Faith broadcast. And if you like to, once again, listen to us on Sunday's live, 720-820-1583, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm your host, Robert Jones. Thank you.